This is Taco Tuesday. Hey everyone, welcome to Taco Tuesday? Parker, are we doing Taco Tuesday? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It's a little different. It's not exactly Taco Tuesday, because there are only two of us today. Your, your two hosts for the day. Kyle and, oh man, a smile just wiped across Parker's face. Think about this for a moment, though, everyone. Tuesday. There's two of us. It's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. My name is Parker, and I'll be your host for today. One of them. Yes. So, today is centered around one thing and one thing alone. And, Parker, you want to tell us what that is? The biggest travesty in cinema award show history, that's what it is. We're talking about the Oscars. The Oscars ceremony that happened just a couple days ago. Uh, Parker, but excluding the last five minutes, what do you think of the ceremony as a whole? Not my best, not my best picture, but if I had to say, I thought the entire ceremony as a whole was very well done. It was, you know, Jimmy Kimmel was a great host, I thought. There's a lot of funny moments, especially when Matt Damon was on stage giving out an award and Jimmy was trying to play him off with the music. That was great. Uh, a lot of talented people there that won great awards and uh, a lot of surprises as well. There were some, some definite upsets um, the other night with some of the awards. If anyone goes back and looks at our past episode where we predicted locks, you'll note that me and Parker were both correct in our picks. Uh, Viola Davis and Casey Affleck both won the Oscar. Casey Affleck, a uh, little, little more competition. That, uh, that was a little up in the air, but he pulled it out. Did you see Denzel's stare at Casey Affleck? Oh, my God. Denzel was mad. He was mad he didn't win. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think he definitely thought he was going to win, and he didn't. But, um, but yeah. Um, so, let's get into it, and we'll start talking about... I have pulled up on my phone here the winners, and we can... Well, let's start with, start with the beginning. What do you think of the opening, Can't Stop the Feeling, Justin Timberlake... You know, I liked it. I thought what Jimmy Fallon did, obviously, with the whole La La Land parody for, what was that, the the, the Golden Globes, I thought that was so much better. But it was a nice little intro. Um, I saw in a video later on the other day um, that there's a point where he was actually dancing. He went up to his wife and he was dancing with his wife, which was kind of neat. But um, it was all right. Yeah, I was fine. I, I would have liked something more associated with the Best Picture nominees or something. I like it when they'd done that in the past. Like when, uh, I thought it was really funny when um, Neil Patrick Harris did his Birdman thing, walked out in his underwear. Uh, that was, I thought that was pretty funny. But um, but yeah, I mean, no biggie. Um, so then uh, there was some political stuff, you know, you're about what I expected, but it wasn't over the top. I was actually surprised at the lack of political stuff there was, at least with acceptance speeches and stuff. I felt like there wasn't a lot of Trump talk. And actually what Jimmy Kimmel did with tweeting at Trump during the show was actually really funny. So I'll give him that. But I was, I was actually kind of impressed that they kind of kept politics out of the award show for the most part. Yeah, I was, I was glad they, you know, limited it at least. It wasn't just 
the entire ceremony. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the second award that was given out uh, was for best makeup and hairstyling. And the winner of that award was a movie that I thought was downright terrible. And that was Suicide Squad. DC now has more Oscars than Marvel. Yeah, that's crazy to me. That, you know, Marvel has movies like Iron Man, which are just amazing. Even Guardians of the Galaxy was really fun and stuff like that. And then you've got DC as, as the first to win an Oscar. In all fairness, Suicide Squad did have good makeup and hairstyling. Um... I, I thought Star Trek Beyond should have won, but, um, yeah. I agree with that, but I also can't see how Suicide Squad could win if you're just looking at the film or its hair and makeup and you take everything else away from it. Like, it definitely had some pretty impressive costumes, some impressive makeup, and I didn't realize that the, um... Could I do a refill? I didn't realize that in Suicide Squad that the crocodile person was makeup. I thought that was CGI, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, it looked like CGI. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but kudos to them, and congratulations, Suicide Squad. You're on your way to become... Now, what I think is just so funny is, like, now on, like, the DVDs, like, Suicide Squad can be like... Oscar-winning Suicide Squad. I was thinking about this the other day. What was the um, what was the worst movie to win an Academy Award? Um, so I was looking it up. Suicide Squad is certainly up there um, as far as that goes, but there were some really bad ones. Um, a lot of people, some people like this movie, but uh, but Flashdance is generally not perceived as a very good movie. That one best song, um, and then I think, in, in my opinion, probably the worst movie to win an Academy Award, um, Pearl Harbor, won for best visual effects or best. And it's over here, right? Yeah. Okay. Or, I think it was maybe it was either is visual effects or film editing or sound editing or something but Pearl Harbor won won an award and that movie is just downright terrible so I actually like Pearl Harbor are you serious have you seen it seen a couple times I'm just a, I'm just a sucker for the love story what can I say Mama Romantis is at heart Gosh, I think that movie's just downright awful. Especially the dialogue. But Kate Beckinsale, like, come on. Bat flick. Just some top-notch actors in that movie. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe you think Suicide Squad is the worst to win an Oscar then. Um, but let's see, why was I going to... So let's move on uh, from Suicide Squad. Uh, Academy Award winning Suicide Squad um, Okay, so another interesting one That was kind of an upset Best costume design went to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them um, I don't have a problem with that But I think Jackie was more impressive In its costume design um, I don't know I never saw Fantastic Beasts I'm sorry to all you uh, Harry Potter fans out there. I just never got around to it. Um, 
but I was talking to some people about this one, and it would make sense um, coming as like a period piece, um, which Jackie was as well. But I think the costumes, what I heard from the costume, Fantastic Beasts really represented the characters really well. Um, and so I think if you can get a representation of a character through your costume, that that's impressive. See, but when I watched Fantastic Beasts, like. Oh. Hey, Holly. What's Can I up? give a shout-out? Yeah. Hi, um, I would just like to give a shout-out to this girl, Holly Cleveland. She's so great. She's so funny. Um, you should check her out. <laughs> Holly just shouted herself out. What do you think of the Oscars? Well, how about... I have some opinions. Without the last five minutes. Okay, it went very well. Um, I guess, for the most part, La La Land got a lot of awards. I was very proud of them. I screened with my dog, like Emma Stone, got an Oscar. Um, I was a little mad that Casey Affleck got his, but... I was happy. Well, Not because I liked Denzel, but I thought his acting performance was worthy of an Oscar. I have not seen Manchester by the Sea, so I can't give, like, a full opinion, I guess. But it's on my list, like, to see it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, no, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, let's see. So we were talking about... So when I watched Fantastic Beasts, though, nothing, like, jumped out to me, as it does in some movies, where I'm like, oh, that's really good costuming. Like, sometimes I actually think that. But Fantastic Beasts, like, that did not, like... But I'm not, like, you know, mad or anything about that award. I I just don't know if it was the best. I think it was an underdog going in, but it definitely had validity behind it for winning that yeah um okay let's talk about the uh the most controversial winner uh oj simpson won an award uh, i'm just kidding no he didn't really but uh yeah oj oj made in america won um <coughs> so actually that was the one documentary of that list that i had seen and it was um very well done so uh definitely deserved that oscar I'll have to watch it. I haven't seen any of them. Um, <clears throat> I was glad Arrival won. They won for sound editing. Um, I feel like a lot of people were surprised by that, which kind of shocks me, just because so much of Arrival is so technical with its sound editing. I mean, just the alien noises alone are like so incredible. But another thing is the helicopter scene. The amount of like voice recordings and special effects that go into just the audio for like that scene where they're talking through the microphones to make that sound so real and authentic like I don't see how that doesn't deserve an Oscar oh I thought it was great I just thought um, Hacksaw Ridge would win um, just cause a lot of times war films will, will pick up the but then you got Hacksaw Ridge that went on to win for sound mixing so they split those awards um, I was um my, my favorite speech of the night was that Hacksaw Ridge guy um, who went up and he kind of dedicated to his deceased mom and he said, you know, he had been nominated 21 times, hadn't won until that time and uh, he talked about how it was always his dream and I thought that was a really cool speech so that was my favorite Move out of the way, Meryl Streep Yeah, Meryl Streep What you gonna say now? Um Okay, I'm gonna, let's see. And then you had Viola Davis. What do you think? She had a, that speech was interesting. She had the dumbest speech I've ever heard in my life. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the fact that she said, 
that actors are the only profession that celebrate life. Yeah. I guess teachers don't, doctors, nurses, um, journalists, you know, no one else cares about life. We're just, we're just living through it. Hated every moment. It was very pompous, I thought. I, I thought it was not very relatable to the public. I, yeah. she, she made it seem like it was very self-righteous. Yeah. And I felt like, exactly, she didn't relate it to the people. She kind of made it feel like actors are in this own category and own group of their own beyond like the realm of an ordinary person. Yeah, you know, she talks about celebrating life. What about the screenwriters who wrote the lines for you, you know? I, I mean... You know, you're uh, it just that was dumb. That was frustrating. So, uh, Hills in comparison to uh, good old J.K. Simmons a couple years ago. Call your parents. What a great guy. Um, he had the foreign language film, uh, and that was where we had the the guy wasn't there, and the lady came up to read his his speech or whatever. That took forever. I remember reading it off. Um, Okay, let's talk about animated. Uh, so Zootopia won best animated feature. I think that's well. You, you said that's the only one of those you had seen, right? Yeah, surprisingly, that is the only one that I've seen. I haven't seen Moana or Kubo, which I know you both you love both of those. And um, I think the other ones were foreign animated films or less known. Um, I I picked Zootopia on my ballot to win because of the time that we're in and just the political um, parallels that it kind of represents in our society today. And I thought, the Academy is going to love this because it's so political. So I went with that as my vote, and it turned out to be true. Yeah, I liked Utopia a lot, and like I'm not mad that it won, but I thought it was the third best animated movie of 2016 because I... I thought Kubo and the Two Strings was number one, and um, I thought Moana was was really good too, and, and I thought it was a little better maybe. But I mean, they're I'd say Moana and, and Zootopia are, are just about on the same level. Um, uh, so yeah, that one was I wasn't too disappointed. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I know Kyle, you really like Kubo, but all three of those movies were so well done that any three of them could have won and it would be alright in a rough year for movies animated movies did a really good job um, actually in the end there were some good movies but it, it took a while to get to them yeah I think 2016 really finished off strong there were a lot of great movies towards the end of the year definitely like a very lackluster like summer with blockbusters and stuff like that but if you go searching for like quality movies there were some really quality movies this past year yeah, um, okay, so I was gonna think we could. So, you had the uh, song performance from Moana. That girl was impressive. That, the Moana girl, she had a voice. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize she was only 16. I know, me neither, me neither. Uh, although there was that moment when, uh, when someone whipped her in the face or whatever, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I, I saw that the other day on a video yesterday. I didn't realize that happened. Yeah, I actually didn't see it live. I was probably looking somewhere else, but um, that was kind of funny. Um, and then I was a little disappointed that um, they didn't have Emma Stone perform uh, audition just because she, like, put, like, even if she doesn't have as good of a voice, per se, maybe as John Legend, I'm not sure, you know, but 
but she put so much emotion into that song in the movie. I would like to see that. I actually didn't like John Legend's performance. I just it just wasn't that great to me. Like his his vocals weren't anything special. It didn't like seem very impactful. And those those two songs are like very like impactful, great songs in the movie. But like he did not reach that emotional level that the singers in the movie did. Yeah, I'm. I didn't. You know, I. I think it's good Ryan Gosling didn't go because I. I think live it would have been pretty rough, like The Rock singing "You're Welcome" or whatever. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was okay. Uh, how about when they when they bust that group of people into the uh, into the Oscars? That was just to me. That was filler, and I. I didn't really care. I thought it was kind of dumb. I thought it was funny when the uh, the guy in the front of the pack with the, you know, it was him and, and his, I guess, fiance or something, but um, he had, like, his hat on, and, like, they went up to, like, Denzel and a bunch of different actors. But then when they came to uh, Mahershala Ali, um, who had won the Oscar, he, like, he, like, took his Oscar and then, like, gave his phone to Mahershala Ali and had him take a picture, uh, like a selfie. And it's just, like, I thought that was really funny. Um Another great moment uh, I thought was really funny when they talked to the the little Indian kid from Lion. That was great. I was just about to say that when he lifts him up. Yeah. By the way, Lion is a great movie. I'm sure a lot of you all haven't seen that one. Um, I just saw it the day before the Oscars, or the, like that day of the Oscars, and it really blew me away. I don't did it win anything? I don't think it did. Yeah, it didn't win anything, which is a little shocking. But I mean, there were some great movies in the. Uh, the things that they were competing for, but yeah, brief. Uh, so I, I saw Lion less than a week ago now. Also, I I really liked it. Um, I thought the best movie that didn't win an Oscar was Hell or High Water. Um, I know you haven't seen it, but it's a really good movie, and I, I was cheering for it a couple times after Arrival had won. You know, I was like, okay, so Arrival's won one, Hacksaw Ridge won one. You know, I'm happy. So. Like, now I want Hell or High Water to win one, so you know all my movies that I like are getting Oscars, but it didn't happen. I thought maybe Dev Patel for Lion could have could have pulled an upset on that Best Supporting Actor, but it probably wasn't going to happen. Mahershala, I've heard, was really good, so... Let's just talk about something real fast. Um, silence. Silence was really snubbed this year from... Um, no, I'm going to continue, yeah, thanks. Um... Silence was really snubbed this year, I felt like, from a lot of different um, categories. It was in one category, I think, Best Cinematography. Um, that movie definitely deserved to be in a handful of different categories. Even even Best Picture, potentially. I really enjoyed the movie. I know it was really dark, and it had a lot of like deep questions that go along with it, but like overall, the movie as a whole was like really well put together, and it flowed nicely. It's a long movie, but the pacing makes it seem like it's not as long as it is. I could put several categories I thought deserved to be in. I thought it should have been in uh, directing, best picture, um, and adapted screenplay. I thought all three it was deserving of. Um, yeah, but, you know, sometimes movies get snubbed. That's what happens. It's like Sing Street didn't get nominated for best song, and instead that song that nobody knew got nominated. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, such is life. So, let's see here. Best visual effects went to the Jungle Book. Um, and not a surprise. I 
The, the thing about the Jungle Book is it's it's the visual effects are good, but I still think I can tell it's CGI. And to me, that's what that's what, what I I would put something. Probably, I think either Doctor Strange or Kubo. Really, Kubo and the Two Strings. I thought was the most impressive. I know you wanted Rogue One to win that one, but I really thought Kubo had the visual effects to win that. I wanted Rogue One to win, but I picked um, Jungle Book just because the level, because everything in that movie is a visual effect. That's true. So. I think when you look at that, in comparison to other movies, the amount of special effects and the, what they were able to accomplish with that, I don't see how it couldn't. But you've got Kubo. Kubo, everything was a visual effect for also. It looked very real. Uh, they used the claim, the stop-motion claymation stuff. It's amazing. Again, though, like animation, I think, kind of de- like brings that down a level, even though it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I think it does. And so... Yeah, I don't know. I, know. I mean, I haven't seen Kubo, so I can't even really talk much into it. It looked like it was a really well, like, beautiful movie, but I, I still think Jungle Book, with the amount, what they did and everything, was pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm still going to stick behind. I thought Kubo more deserved it, but I knew the Jungle Book was going to win it. I had picked that and everything. Hacksaw Ridge won another award. That was a surprise. Um, then you've got all your documentary and live action, which nobody knew anything about. Um, I just know that Ricky picked uh, Sing to Win because he thought it was the Singing Animals one, and then it ended up winning. But it wasn't the Singing Animals movie. Uh, I listened through all the best scores yesterday, actually. Um, my favorite's Lion, uh, the original score, but La La Land was really good and deserving, so... I knew La La Land win, and I love La La Land score, but I think my favorite score is Jackie. I There's something about that music that's just very, like, like gets to you. It's just very deep and, like, meaningful. Um, brings out a lot of emotion, which um, I really like in a score. If it can do that, it can really, like, dig deep. When I was watching Lion, I, I haven't gone back and listened to Lion's score, but it didn't really, like do much for me. I wasn't saying they're like, wow, this score is awesome. When I was watching Jackie, I was like, this score is awesome. Like, I love this. And like, I can sit through a movie and usually I'll be able to pick out like, man, this score is like making, like, when you have a great score, it takes your movie to another level. And when I was watching Lion, I didn't think that. When I was watching Jackie, I did think that. So. Um, I think, I so I listened to that. I listened to a few other scores yesterday. I had a lot of free time. Um, I actually thought those were the best five scores of the year. I thought it was it was nominated well. I, if I were to pick a six, I would put Hacksaw Ridge. Um, but I still think it was it's still not quite as good as those other ones. Um, now, if I were to rank those scores based on my favorites, and like my favorites are often not the best, but but based on my favorites and like listenability. I would put Lion first because I I don't know why I just love that score. Um, then probably I probably go Lion, and then between La La Land and Moonlight, I really liked both those. Um, I might go score wise. I might go La La Land then Moonlight then Jackie, which I really like Jackie. Like I don't mean to discount that, but but um. I liked all those four were all good. Passengers was good, 
but it wasn't up to the level of the other ones, I didn't think. Um, although, I, like, Thomas Newman's great, so I can't be unhappy with that. Um, best song went to City of Stars, which we expected, but... Audition. But Audition should have won. Better song. Uh, at least Can't Stop the Feeling didn't win. True. No, I, I like that song, actually. I just... It's not a best song. So, um, another good one. Um, happy that Manchester by the Sea won for best original screenplay. I thought that was a deserving win. Yeah. I can attest. Oh, wait, you, you didn't see it. I forgot. Um, uh, let's see. You had Moonlight for Adapted. Everyone knew that was going to happen. Again, we haven't seen that, so... Um, so here's here's where we had the the big controversy. <laughs> you got the Casey Affleck Best Actor win, and Denzel wasn't happy, obviously, and uh, a lot of people aren't happy about that. So hereby comes the question: Should the art be separated from the artist, or you know, should we look at just Casey Affleck's performance in the role, or should we look at his you know his life and the fact that he settled on sexual harassment or assault cases? Um, you know, so I don't, you know, obviously I think that's that's awful that, you know, that happened and it's not good. That, but but as far as performance goes, I really, I did not, okay, so I know you saw Fences and I saw Manchester, so it's kind of weird. But Casey Affleck's performance in Manchester by the Sea was one of the best I've ever seen in my life in a movie. Like, so, so I was happy that he won. But I haven't seen Denzel in Fences, so it's not 100% fair. Denzel is great. But for me, I didn't leave that movie thinking about Denzel having, like, an incredible acting performance. Like, anything Denzel's in, he's great. But I think he was overshadowed by Viola Davis in that movie, um, just with her supporting role of uh, the wife of Rose. Um, So I think Denzel did great, and... He deserved a nomination, but at the same time, like I, so many people were thinking he was going to win. I didn't, I didn't see it, and maybe that's just because it's a screenplay, a, um, not a screenplay, a stage play adaption, and like it's just kind of set up in a way where there's like a lot of monologues and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I I'm fine with Casey Affleck winning the Oscar, and yeah, I think it's it's unfortunate the situation of. Um, what happened in his past, but if you're looking at performance alone, which I think is the Academy's job and responsibility, then um, he rightfully earned it. Of course, I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard from other people. Well, it's just interesting with this entire Academy Awards, because you had that movie, um, what's that movie called? The one with Nate Parker or whatever. The, um, I saw it last year. It was the, the uh, slavery one. Um, Birth of a Nation. I saw I saw the Birth of a Nation, um, and I thought it was a very good movie. But it, you know, with all the things that came up with him, you know, that killed it. They didn't get nominated for anything because of that. So. I don't think it should have been nominated for anything. It was good, but not great. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay, okay. I I thought it was I thought it was maybe deserving of a a couple nominations if if you know what happened didn't happen. Um, but, but really, you know, wasn't wasn't one of the top ten best movies of the year by any means, or even top twenty probably. So, 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Emma Stone won Best Actress. I think we were all pretty happy about that. You won in Natalie Portman. I did. I'm one of the few that I think actually saw Jackie. And that movie is made. Like, like if, if it wasn't for Natalie Portman, that movie would have sucked. Like, that, it's such a character-driven piece that, like, everything revolved around her. And if she wasn't at, like, the highest level she could give at any moment, it just wouldn't have been good. And it wouldn't have been as compelling as it was. I think a lot of people are turned off by the, um, the accent that she gave for Jackie. Um, which I didn't care or care about really. I think the reason a lot of people weren't cheering for Natalie Portman is because of the she had already won for Black Swan. Yeah, but I don't think that winning one in the past should, you know, affect the future, like your future performances. Each performance is its own individual thing, and so. But um, she, I thought she was incredible, and Emma Stone is great, but. You could have put another actress in that role and probably would have held up pretty well, especially with the direction from La La Land. Um, but Natalie Portman, you need like a special type of actress to be able to pull that type of movie off and what she did. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I was happy with Emma Stone winning, of course, but... I mean, Emma Stone's great, and I'm glad that she did win, but for me, Natalie Portman was the best actress in the Okay. Uh, and now to talk about the end of the Oscar show. What it, I mean, that's just a travesty. That was absurd. It, it's not so much what happened as how it happened. And, and seriously, you know, you've got these people and, and these, apparently some, some kind of accountants for the show were responsible. And you've got, you know, you, okay, I'm not going to say you have one job because I'm sure they had plenty of jobs, but you've got one most important job and you really botched that I mean that's just embarrassing and shameful that they get the wrong envelope up there and it's a kind of makes the entire ceremony a joke I feel like that entire ending there are some people out there including myself who even think that it was staged and that they did it on purpose which at the same time you look at it and you're like they can't do that on purpose because they made their whole show look like a joke but at the same time, the amount of publicity and the amount of people talking about it is so much more. I feel like no one would be talking, like, a quarter of the people would be talking about the Oscars right now on Tuesday, as they are right now, if it wasn't for that ending. And I think, you know, it happened a, a couple years ago with Miss Universe, and people still talk about that, and I feel like there's a new level of, of talk about that pageant. And, you know, the Oscars weren't having bad ratings in the past, but... It wasn't as, I don't know what the right word is, it wasn't as strong of a showing, I guess, um, as it has been in the past. And a lot of people talk about being too long, the show being too long. They could get rid of some of the awards on the live the live show to shorten it up and stuff. But they wanted, I feel like they just did that on purpose so that they can get people talking about it. And that's my opinion. I don't think it was purposeful. Um... And, and one reason for that is I know that Jimmy Kimmel wasn't informed about it and he had made a statement that, you know, they had planned a bit at the end and stuff. So if it was, you know, planned out, it was not planned by, like, the host wasn't included, I really think. And, you know. Um, Why would you include Jimmy Kimmel if you were going to do that, though? You would want to 
have the least amount of people involved in that as possible so it doesn't get out. Because if that was staged, you don't want anyone to know that was staged. I guess so. I don't know. I If it was staged, um, shame on them. If it wasn't, do your job better. Because <laughs> I think it really, honestly, I do think it made the entire ceremony look unprofessional and kind of like a joke, you know, for something like that to happen on the biggest, <laughs> the most watched event outside of the Super Bowl. Um, or outside of a sporting event is what they say, you know. Um, so, yeah, not not good, not good. But man, what a roller coaster of emotions when that did happen. Yeah. That was just, like, so unfortunate. Um, kudos to the uh, La La Land producer, though, for for being like, no, we, we didn't win. Like, Moonlight, come get your award. And, like, staying on stage and handing them the Oscar. I thought that was really classy. Even though he, you could tell he was upset. Because to go up there and win your Oscar and then have it ripped away from you after having, like, that moment, that's, like, incredibly difficult. But they handled that with class, I feel like. That was very classy. Uh, yeah, I... It's good. I'm good. Um, yeah, very classy. Thought they handled that really well. Um, I was obviously disappointed. I wanted La La Land a lot. I thought it had won, and my heart was a little ripped out, and I was a little salty at Moonlight, which isn't fair because I haven't seen it. Um, I know that La La Land is really one of my top 15 favorite movies, but, um, it's not the first time one of my favorite movies hasn't won an Academy Award, you know, happens, but just the way it happened was absurd and frustrating. Yeah, neither of us have seen Moonlight, so we can't really talk into how great it was. I'm sure it's a really well-done movie, but, um, I don't know, for me, La La Land was just so incredible. Thank you. Um, something that is surprising, though, is generally what you'll see is whoever wins Best Director, their picture usually wins Best Picture, I feel like. That's been true for a long time, but in the past probably 10 years, it's been completely different. Like, for example, Argo won um, Best Picture. Ben Affleck wasn't even nominated for Best Director. Like, and that's happened... Um, not not that, but like the whole split of director and picture has happened actually a lot recently. I think it happened last year. Uh, Inaritu won director for Revenant, Spotlight won picture. Yeah, I thought um, two years ago, Birdman won both. You had gra- yeah, Birdman won both, but then you had Gravity and Twelve Years a Slave. I see. For me, though, when when they did announce, um, what's it? How do you say his name? Jay Z and. Huh? How do you say La La Land's got director's name? Damien Chazelle. When Damien Chazelle won Best Director, I thought, okay, we can all sit back and relax now because La La Land is going to win Best Picture. But I don't know. It just hurts. It hurts. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. The way the way the political climate is, and the way that the reaction was to Moonlight when it won adapted screenplay made me kind of begin to wonder I, I I had inklings before the ceremony but that was when I really had inklings and I was actually a little bit surprised with all and one and thrilled but then yeah I think that that movie um, 
for the the viewpoint they were going at and definitely the way that Hollywood is built um, an important statement for society and on society um, and so I think that's where they loved it so much is um, that some movies are just more important to the world around them than to the movie itself and I think that's where a lot of its power came from and a lot of um, people really appreciated that so I think that that's probably one of the main reasons that I did one best picture yeah I mean again no, neither of us have seen it so we don't know what exactly how good it is what exactly it's like but um but yeah I mean I think I think you know sometimes the statement is what's what's made at the Oscars um look at um I'm trying to think of, of uh, for example, you know, you look at uh, maybe like The King's Speech, one best picture, clearly not the best movie that year when you add The Social Network um, and Inception, which I think The Social Network is a vastly superior movie. I love The King's Speech. I really like it. But, you know, so the, the best movie doesn't always win best picture, which not to say Moonlight isn't the best if you haven't seen it, but we know our favorite was La La Land. Um, so... But, you know, su- such is life. Um, but that's all the awards, and that's, that's everything. I mean, we're, uh, we're running a little long even, so I think that's all we got. We have to say. Yeah, um, today was a lot of fun just getting to recap the Oscars and all the great movies that came up this past year. Um, I, th- I personally thought there was a very strong pool of great movies from this past year, unlike 2015, which I felt like was a poor year for movies all around. Um, this year had some really great, great movies, and some that were even overlooked that didn't even get nominated. But overall, the award ceremony was great. Um, it was a fun evening, lots of laughs, um, lots of upsets and surprises. And it was unfortunate, the ending that occurred, um, that kind of almost ruined the entire thing in a way, but um, I'm sure they'll be back next year, bigger and better than ever. Um, And you probably won't see a mistake like that from the Oscars for a very, very long time. Yep, uh, I agree with everything you said. And if you listened this far, congratulations, and thank you for listening. (laughs) We'll buy you a free taco. Well, Kyle will. I cannot promise that, but but um, maybe if you talk to me soon enough. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.